Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. Hey there, travelers. Michelle Breyer here with Pineapple Escapes, Episode 14, Sanibel Island Do's and Don'ts. So Sanibel Island is located on the southwest part of Florida, just below Captiva Island. Sanibel is about the same size as Manhattan and has about 7,000 permanent residents. Tourism is huge on Sanibel Island as its beaches are stunning and shelling is at its best. If you're local and live in Florida, it's not too long of a drive. And if you're flying, you'll want to land at Fort Myers International Airport. You can grab yourself a rental car and drive over the bridge into paradise. Sanibel Island is the true definition of island life. You won't find any stoplights or massive traffic jams. Everyone here is chill and the speed limit is no more than 30 miles an hour. So if you've got a lead foot, be prepared to slow your roll, as they say. There's a lot of do's on my list for this precious island and a few don'ts that you're going to need to know should you want to book this island getaway with your favorite Pineapple Escapes agent. You won't see much lit up in the middle of the night on Sanibel. Why, you ask? It is said that viewing of the night sky is one reason, and the other is a really cool fact I learned about sea turtles recently. Sea turtles are plenty here in Sanibel. They nest on the beaches. Their hatchlings are disturbed by lights, so all residents and visitors are reminded to shut all shades, blinds, and turn off lights at nine. My family and I quickly learned the phrase, don't forget at nine, it's turtle time. If you're an animal lover, you're in luck. While on your island vacay here, you're likely to see flamingos, plenty of fish, dolphins, exotic birds, and of course, there's no shortage of shelled creatures in water, like sand dollars also, sea stars, and more. One huge don't can land you $500 in fines if you're caught live shelling. What's live shelling? Live shelling is collecting seashells, or anything like a sand dollar or a sea star, if they're still alive. So empty shells are for the taking, but if you dare remove sea life from the waters, be prepared for a penalty because this is a big no-no. Another don't, in my opinion anyway, in my experience, is arriving to the beach late. So based on experience, you want to get up early and you want to go find that parking spot at any of the beaches. Leave early, And plan accordingly, or you'll be sitting in your car with a bunch of others waiting in queue to get their turn at a parking spot. Parking spots are limited at the popular beaches like Tarpon Beach and Lighthouse Beach. Parking is pretty reasonable, around $4 an hour or so. And now that I've mentioned parking at these beaches, let me tell you more about some beaches. Tarpon Beach is lovely. It's deemed safe for swimmers, mostly because the water is calmer here than at others where the current can become a problem or a concern. Plan to stay a while. Pack a cooler with drinks, something to snack on. As there's no vendors around of any type here at Tarnpon Beach, there are porta-potties, a place to wash off sand, benches at the entrance, but no lifeguards on duty, however. Swim at your own risk and be mindful of your little ones as they explore the sand and water too. SPF is a must. The only shade you're going to find here is under the umbrella if you packed one. 
if I may share with all my listeners a special, special shout out to Lighthouse Beach. Absolutely my favorite. And this is where sea life was most bountiful for us in our search and seeing what most of the beaches had to offer in addition to restrooms, places to shower and picnic tables. So at Lighthouse Beach, there's a pier where the fishermen gather to do what? Fish. Uh, You want to settle away from the pier and find yourself a nice sandy spot. There were so many sand dollars on the water. If you do pick one up to observe it, know that they have a red hue to them. And they release something called echinochrome, which is yellow in color. It doesn't burn or hurt or anything, but this lets you know that the sand dollar is alive. And when you return it to the water, please do so gently because throwing them back in the water is likely to harm them. Sea stars, snails and shells, and large mussels can also be found at Lighthouse Beach too. The sea life here is amazing. Please be respectful and remember to leave all creatures back where you found them. Also, you might want to pack a sand bucket or a netted bag that would come in handy while you're shelling along the beaches. Another don't at these beaches is littering. There are multiple trash cans available, so leave the beach better than you found it. And lastly, if you know your ticket for parking is going to expire soon, go back to that meter and upgrade your time at the machine, as there are multiple uniform meter attendants checking all cars for expired tickets on vehicle dashboards. So you've rented a car. Smart idea, as you'll need it to get everywhere on the island. Depending on the resort that you'll be staying at at Sanibel, you should have a parking spot available to you on premises. There are only two gas stations on Sanibel Island. How cool is that? One is Chevron and the other is Speedway. Some places you can take a nice ride to enjoy the sights or do a little shopping, maybe get something to eat. One of the most popular roads for this is Periwinkle Way. You will find mostly everything on Periwinkle Way. You'll find really cool antique shop with the most amazing finds, souvenir and shell shops, my favorite being Mango Bay Surf Company. They carry a medley of souvenirs for family and friends that you might want to take back to, or also fabulous beach attire. We're talking swimsuits, cover-ups for adults and children. Now, of course, my favorite topic when traveling is the food, right? So where you eat is almost just as important as where you stay, in my book anyway. Life is short and there's no time for a mediocre meal. So let me hook you up with a few places that are off the charts. So let's talk breakfast. She's the most important meal of the day. So you've got to get your breakfast right. Here are definite must-dos for breakfast, starting with the blue giraffe. Blue giraffe is on Periwinkle, not the location by the golf course. There are two, but you want the one on Periwinkle Way. And the highlight here is strawberry pina colada pancakes. I'm going to say that one more time. Strawberry pina colada pancakes or the chicken and biscuits. You can't go wrong. Trust me. Another hot spot for breakfast or lunch is the Island Cow. So good we went twice, once for lunch and then returned the next day for breakfast. You'll love their quirky island decor, fresh brewed Starbucks coffee, and listen to me very carefully. Write this one down. Creamy grits and andouille sausage. Comfort food at its finest. So, so good. And I guess for lunch, one place comes to mind for me, and that's Schnapper's. Think American classics like hot dogs, fries, burgers, ice cream, all at one place, cooked in front of you, 
Picnic tables in the back outside. Chill vibes. Go for the Chicago dog and a cheeseburger. Wash it down with a fountain Coca-Cola for the win. Now, when you're thinking dinner, there are so many places that you can go. It depending on what you're looking for. You're looking for upscale, fine dining, or you're looking for something quick at a nice sandy spot. Multiple, multiple options. You know, from the many places to choose from, I just want to share my love for one to start with, and that's Cielo. Cielo in Spanish means sky. And basically, the sky's the limit here with the immeasurable amount of gracious hospitality, fine cuisine, delicious, fresh juice cocktails, say that 10 times fast. And I can't put into words the dining experience here. Ask for Catherine to be your waitress when you make your reservation. Again, we went back twice. We loved Catherine the waitress and the food. It's a rarity that my children want to go to fine dine anywhere. Fancy is not their thing, but this place impressed them so much and they wanted to go back after the first time. They're still asking about Catherine. Catherine, if you're hearing this, we miss you and the twin lobster tails. If you're dining at Cielo, you're in for a great dining experience of at least two hours. Both times we went, we stayed over two hours. From start to finish, you're looking at a bill for four people around $400 from cocktails all the way to dessert. The ambiance caters to just about anybody, couples, families, those on business. Shout out to Scott, the pianist, for playing all your favorites from Billy Joel to John Legend. And if you're celebrating a birthday, let him know and he will softly serenade that person with a happy birthday that will leave them blushing from ear to ear. If you're looking for a more casual option, honorable mentions for dinner that do not break the bank are Doc Ford's Rum Bar or Traditions on the Beach for their tapas and cocktails. If you're going to pack lunch and drinks in a cooler for the beach, you can stop at Jerry's Foods, which is well-run and well-stocked. It's a supermarket carrying all your needs. And you'll find in this one spot a supermarket, a coffee stand, and a restaurant all under one roof. The exotic birds, the boutiques outside Jerry's, they'll keep your attention as well. You'll be there for a while. Again, all on Periwinkle Way. And last but not least on my foodie list is Joey's Custard on Periwinkle as well. The best ice cream, sorbet, custards, frozen yogurts, you name it. I have to tell you that the following could not be beat here. The lemon sorbet, I think I had it like every night. It was that good. I never deviated. And another favorite was the vanilla. It was um, a soft serve vanilla with a red velvet cake just kind of mixed together. Really fresh, really tasty. And you can also ask for a sample of the scotch bonnet. You'll be happy you did. I'm not going to tell you what's in it. You can check out joeyscustard.com if you're dying to know. But don't do that until you contact your favorite travel agent at www.pineappleescapes.com to book this itinerary. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast on Sanibel's Do's and Don'ts. I'm Michelle Breyer, travel agent at Pineapple Escapes, where travel makes life sweeter. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com 
and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.